Alright, what the fuck is going on, people? Past the Ox is back, episode 2. Sorry for the long hiatus. Um, for one, we've had a whole bunch of schedule difficulties that we've run into yet again today. And for two, we've just been trying to consume some music that we're not accustomed to. That being said, I got my two my two co-hosts with me, the homie Biggie and the homie uh, K-Dog. It's only bad because I know exactly what you was about to say. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we here. Y'all got anything to say? Uh, yeah. All yeah, right. facts. First off. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to start the, the podcast off with a discussion question. Nah, nigga, your phone, Jesus. Hey, look, it, that's, the, that's, the vibe, yeah. that's the vibrate, dog. That's oh, the vibrate. Dude. All right, so we have a discussion like first a off. Right, and it's a one gotta go. Whose legacy would you remove? Now, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, you'll be able to see down below, and it's not that damn blurry to be able to figure out who's who because these are, like, icons. If you don't know who these people are, then please run. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you, you on your own, baby. Now, for those who are listening to the audio version of this podcast, one gotta go. It's Tupac, Biggie, Nas, Eminem, uh, oh my fucking god, I almost fucked up his name. Kanye West. <laughs> you almost said Kie. Dog, I almost <laughs> did, for real. I'm not even, like, no bullshit, I almost said Kie, dog. Like, my brain just <laughs> died off. <laughs> Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, or Drake. I'm gonna say it one more again. Tupac, Biggie, Nas, Eminem, I almost fucked up his name again, Kanye, Jay-Z, Kendrick, <laughs> J. Cole, or Drake. And this is legacy that you got to remove. Mm. I'm still keeping my same answer for, from earlier. You know, there's going to be a lot of niggas mad at me for my answer. And it's not going to be y'all. Uh, oh, no, oh, fuck, no. Fuck gonna kill me for what I'm about to say. It's a fuck. Because you already know my answer. It's a fuck. So you already know my answer. You already know your but answer. We still got to state it, though. I can't say it for you. Oh, no, I know. I'm ready. The one of y'all want to go first? Biggie? I'm getting rid of Drake. Go ahead, drop why. What's your why? We talking about legacy, right? Absolutely. Uh, most of his songs, he has been from other cultures. That's not his legacy. Uh, That's low-key a safe answer that you say that. Yeah, because a lot of the shit that he's done, he's considered a culture vulture to a lot of people because he really, like... For example, when he went over to the UK and did, like, I guess what you consider high 16, not even high 16, just did that whole freestyle, he legit stole their whole flow and the way that they speak. He did that same shit on More Life, where he was, like, talking like he had Jamaican descent, but his dad's from America and his mom's Jewish. Okay. Like, the stuff, the stuff that he does, it's not really... Unlike a lot of the other people on this list, it's not him. It's not fully him. It's more of stealing from other shit. What you're saying is, he's taking from other culture and putting his little twist on it? Not even his own little twist. He legit just flat out takes it. Like, go look at the goal. After this podcast, go watch his Tim Westwood uh, freestyle. Because he legit stole their whole flow. So out of all of, yeah, out of all of them, I'd get rid of Drake if we talk about just legacy. Hey dog, thanks. See now I kind of want to change my answer, and I still feel the same way I did originally because that made sense. Because Drake, Drake is the easiest one. Like we get we get rid of Drake legacy, we don't really miss nothing. You know what I'm saying yeah. he didn't really 
inspired too many people. I'm gonna keep it a bean, bro. I, I say we get we getting Biggie out the paint, dog. Get him out the paint. Explain yourself. It ain't re- like it ain't really like no deep explanation. Like I, I, out of everybody on that list, he's probably like dead last on who I on like most listened to for me. Like mm-hmm. even even behind Drake. Okay, yeah, that's that's why at first I was gonna say Eminem, but I'm like, if we're talking about legacy, Eminem has a legacy. Well, yeah, that he's inspired other people and shit like yeah, that. But yeah. With, yeah, so I kind of got two answers. I would say Drake for the same reason, but I mean, if, if we give it a big legacy, there is no Nas, there is no Jay Z. That's what that was no about Kendrick, to be my follow up question. That's what no follow up question for you because, like, Biggie literally inspired everybody on this list one way or another, yeah. one way or fucking other. Yeah, I get that, but yeah, I kind of answer it basically like, who who who's most important to me? Mm-hmm. Going by that, a big, a big, you gotta go. <laughs> okay, that's actually. Interesting then. Um, but I was about to say, so Biggie, you think that Drake hasn't inspired nobody? Compared to the other people on this list, he hasn't inspired as he hasn't inspired or influenced as many people. Okay. Okay. Um, personally, for me, this actually is like one of the more harder ones. Only because as a lyrical person who like likes lyrics first, that's why yeah. a lot that's why I like a lot of the music we're gonna talk about today, y'all gonna get my brutally honest opinion. Oh on yeah, it. facts. Cause mm-hmm. I like lyrics. Call me what you want, hip hop snob, lyrical miracle miracle spiritual motherfucker. I like lyrics. I'm sorry. I like my balance miracle, of miracle miracle. It, facts. I like we my like ignorance. We like ignorant shit, but not all the time. I like my ignorance, but if you look at my playlist nine times actually not, not even yeah, nine times out of ten. I don't want an ignorant album. Half of I'll my shit is all like lyrics or bars or some shit like that. That's just what I grew up with. That's why I like listening to. Now, with that being said, it's hard for me to actually say this, but I'm gonna have to go with Nas on this one, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I know motherfuckers Whoa. gonna lose their shit. I as me. <laughs> I've I've never. I'm not gonna say I've never, but for like the majority of his albums and shit like that, I do not like his beats. I never liked his beats too. Like to be honest with you, now when it I'll comes to that. when it comes to uh, I know I can. I love that shit. If I rule the world, I love that shit. Fucking even though a lot of people hate his latest album. Uh, I forgot what was that shit called. The one with Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. No yeah, whatever that yeah, one was. Right. I did like uh, Adam and Eve on that out al- on, on that on that album. I that was like my favorite song off the album. But. I have to go with Nas strictly because his beat selection like infuriates me because he be spitting that real shit. But like I've told y'all this before, some people when they have like a horrible like beat to me, I'll just look up what the yeah. fuck they rap about. I'll like just look up the the bars and be like, that's hard. I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. Now the easier route would be for me to say Drake only because I listen to a lot of Drake. I do have some of his shit on my playlist, but if I had to go strictly off like what I like and shit that I hear. I'm gonna have to get Nas up out of here only because I just don't like his beat selection for a lot of his shit. Everybody else on this list, I could listen to a majority of their albums front to back without skipping. And even though Kanye's on this album, he's been on that weird shit lately, and we all know this. Mm. I still got fired. College dropout, late registration, dog. To this day, I remember where I was, what I was going through, what mindset I was in when I hear them albums. Like, come on now. That shit, that's just my opinion. And actually, I almost forgot to say this. For those of you going to listen to this on Anchor and, uh, you know, uh, on YouTube and shit like that and on SoundCloud or whatnot, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to either tweet one of us in this podcast 
or if you're on the Anchor app, uh, you could on the Anchor app itself, you could leave us a voice message and we will play it on the podcast. Hey, and um, I never think of yeah. So feel free to do that. That's all I got for this one. Hey, don't add me on no disrespectful shit, nigga. That's how you. Hey, yo, facts, facts. Hey, bro, I, I won't play them games, though. I mean, you we'll, can do we'll it to right me, to but party. she's gonna get blocked. Like, facts. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you can do it. You get sent to the block party. The fuck out of you. It, it's pretty, yeah, but, hey, I might say something back. This is all just opinion. So if you get that much in your feelings over opinion, I'm gonna need you to go somewhere and hug yourself. Don't none of y'all old heads be in my in my uh, mentions any. Oh god, I ain't trying to hear that. But uh, yeah, that was actually interesting. So, let's go ahead and get on to the next um, picture at hand. Now, this one is actually interesting. So, it's basically putting together rappers of this generation and previous generations and basically putting them together and saying that this is like the new person of this or whatever. Now, in I think in the Run Those Games podcast, I actually said before that to me, Kendrick is literally the new age Tupac because he mixes that socially conscious stuff with the occasionally, you know, ratchet stuff that we appreciate. Yeah, his occasional ignorant shit that he, you know, he gonna drop. But overall, he gives you that balance of, like, black excellence, for lack of better words, that I can't fully articulate at the moment. Basically, when yeah. I listen to Kendrick, I hear Pac. And as somebody who loves Pac, there's a reason why I fuck with Kendrick so hard. And funny story, I actually didn't like Kendrick when he first came out. That's because I only heard the, the radio shit, but that's a whole different story in of itself. Yeah, you only heard the shit that was okay for the radio. You ain't hear that grimy shit. I told you, when I heard Daughter Peer Pressure, that's when my entire opinion changed. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, who is this? I was legit like, who the fuck is this? Oh, that's Kendrick. <laughs> Nigga, you lying. Hey, it's like what I put in the group chat the other day. Who this here? Oh, <laughs> who this here? <laughs> now, I'm going to keep it a stack with you. Uh, the Kendrick one, I get. The Drake and Diddy one, I could actually understand that one. The Andre that's low key low. <laughs> that's low down. <laughs> the Andre three thousand right either. The Andre three thousand and uh, Childish Gambino one. That's actually it's interesting. interesting. That's actually. Yeah. Interesting. I get it. I get it. Why? Why do you understand that one? That one actually caught me off guard. I ain't gonna hold you because I, I like Andre three thousand to me is like a one of one. That's why. Yeah, but you, you, you gotta like him. Like he's more than music. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Just like Charles Gambino, like Charles Gambino has written shows. His his music videos are, are well thought out. This is America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he yeah he he, he was also a comedian too. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he, a overall, he's a jack of all trades. Like he's one that you'd consider like an overall just artist. Yeah, okay. I, I could understand it. I mean, he's a jack of all trades. He he he, he could do it all. I mean, like Outkast really was like, in my opinion, like. In that, like that prime area of music videos where creativity was like the forefront type shit. Yeah. If you think about it, you had Missy, Outkast, Busta Rhymes, and of course, everybody knows Luda. Like, where their videos were just off the wall, just creative as fuck and entertaining. But um, they also have YG and Snoop. Which well, I don't agree with that one. I don't, I don't agree with that one. I, think, I thought they would put maybe Missy. Maybe in the beginning. Yeah. I, I, I get YG and Snoop maybe talking about the beginning of Snoop's career, but yeah. like right now, mm-hmm. no. That's definitely more Nipsey. <laughs> like, I honestly yeah. thought they would put Nipsey in there, but I fuck with YG, so, eh, whatever. But then they got SZA and the Queen Erykah Badu. I mean, they both queens, though, but... Facts, love them both. Yeah, everybody love knows both. Erykah Badu gets the respect. Yeah. Mom's right there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they got... Uh, One day. They got Chance Rapper in Common. That's also interesting. That. That's Explain why you think that was interesting. I actually understand that one. Like, no, I say it's interesting. Like, uh, I guess... 
bad wording. I understand it. It's that, funny because they're both from Chicago bad. too. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah. Like, and, and they're both seen as nice guys too. Yeah, that's actually hilarious. But I'm gonna keep it a band with you. I do not recognize the the cat in the middle, the the directly. Well, Frank Ocean. I don't know who that is. Okay. Yeah, that. One, I was gonna ask you. That one caught me off guard, and the top one. I know most deaf. I know him, of course. But I that's don't Joey know. Badass. Yeah, okay. Joey Badass. Biggie, Which I get. All right, y'all had to explain that one to me because I know most. I don't know Joey Badass. I'm not familiar with Joey Badass at all. Joey Badass yeah. is fire. He get busy. Yeah, you had to yes. put me on like after this. I would say they're like laid, laid back style. No, I know you heard Rock about Baby. Facts, yeah. Because well, it has Schoolboy school on it. Yeah. yeah, it has Schoolboy on it. Rock well, about were, Baby. If you requested it on one of my on one of my live streams and I heard it, then more than likely I just don't remember it because I don't. Y'all know how I am. If I have artists yeah. I like, boom, I stick to them. That's it. And then yeah, they that's have. That's why we got to put you on sometimes. Hey, but I'm I'm open to it as long as it ain't bullshit. <laughs> as long as it ain't bullshit, I'm cool. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, I'll send you some bullshit. <laughs> exactly, you have motherfucker, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> uh, then they have J Cole and Nas. That one I get, which I get. That yeah. yeah. Only difference is yet again, like in the previous statement, J Cole knows how to pick his beats better. J Cole knows how to make a beat. That too, but say J Cole makes his own beats most of the time. I forgot what I forgot what video it was that they had where. The dude basically showed how he made, I want to say, Neighbors. Yeah, no. I know they did the one for, uh, they showed the guy that made Middle Child, that helped him make Middle Child. That beat. Oh, T-minus? Yeah. yeah. He done Middle Child and he did Kevin's Heart. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that that's, Kevin Hart destructive video, oh my goodness, yo. That guitar loop? Hey, fire. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you haven't seen Kevin Hart deconstructed on uh, Genius YouTube channel, check it out. Yeah, it's, it's one of them things where I, I can listen to, to the original guitar loop over and over and just be like and be happy. I don't understand production as far as like what goes into it entirely, so I respect it's the craft. Crazy. Like I respect the Yo, craft. Yeah, them samples like, be amazing. Exactly. So I, I respect the craft of production a lot, a lot because I don't understand it. Like I understand how wordplay is supposed to work and like how you want like a song to be structured. I understand that a little bit because that makes sense to me. But production, that's like Chinese to me. So when I see like how they put different you know, loops together, and they'll have, like, a sample, like, how they stack it type stuff, and then, like, how they'll just mesh it, and just make a beat that, like, if I start humming it and shit, like, if I start humming the Black or the Berry, motherfuckers just know it, like, off rip. Yeah. Like, so, it's shit like that, that I thoroughly enjoy, so, I get the, I actually understand a lot of these ones, the only one that kind of threw me for a whole loop, aside from the Frank Ocean one, because I'm not familiar with Frank Ocean whatsoever, sue me, Oh, we gotta put you on, man. Is um, Frank Ocean is fire. You listen to Channel Orange tonight, whole album. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need Joey Badass and Frank Ocean apparently now. Is the YG and Snoop one only? Only reason is is because they show Snoop now. Yeah, but if they're talking about like old Snoop, like if they definitely I talk, get it. If they talk about old Snoop, then I I get which it is too. what I guess I would assume because most of the people on this list, when you see them, they look like their younger self. Yeah. But it's just funny though, because like even like YG though he's he he literally said I th- what, what song was it last time that I checked, like he's already talking about that ownership shit like the same way that Nipsey is, hmm. that which is hilarious to me. So I, I figured I would use Nipsey because you know he's a crip too, but eh, whatever. Eh. That too. I get why though. But this is actually a well thought out like little mesh parallel thing. I actually thought that was interesting. But let's go ahead and get to, to the coup de grace of 
this um, podcast and the probable rage part. Uh, let's talk about these albums. So we're going to talk about the ones that we did like, did not like first, and then we're going to get to the stuff that we... So we pretty much like. get so this segment out the way. Right, <laughs> I bet to Lil Pump we go. Alright, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. So Lil Pump dropped an album. When when did he drop it? I'm not fully familiar at the time. I wanna say two talking. weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah, right. Two weeks ago, I think. I posted oh hey, uh follow, follow run those gamers on Instagram, I'm saying I'm saying Thanks. we had working. We post. Yeah, we're gonna start trying to get daily posts up there from podcast highlights from both the Rundos Games podcast and the Past Ox podcast, as well as stream highlights and conversations that we have every now and again. Make sure you go check that out. Um, more content coming to y'all soon. So, um, Lil Pump dropped his first or second album. Anybody? Know? Uh, this is his, I don't know. Uh, I think this is his first studio album. Okay, I so haven't heard any of them. So his first studio yeah. album, Harvard Dropout. Did he even go to Harvard? No. No. Hell no. Wow. No. Well then. Um. <laughs> so. No. The thing is, though, they're going. I believe they said they're going to have him be at Harvard. Whatever. Why yeah, their graduation? That shit was stupid. Uh. Well, his latest album, Harvard Dropout, came out, and you know, as a me doing my due diligence to, you know, host a podcast and actually talk about music. I actually had to force myself to attempt to listen to all this album. I'm going to keep it a whole band with you. I got through five songs, and I cut the shit off. The first time I listened to it, I got through two songs, and Biggie was in the damn party chat with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not, Now, to people who like Lil Pump, you probably like this album. More power to you. I'm not a fan. So this album is a no for me. I am cool on the mumble rap. I'm cool on songs sounding the same. I'm straight on it sounding like people are rapping with water in their mouth. I'm cool. This is not for me. Point blank period. It's just not for me. Biggie? So I understand, like like he said, like Wu said, uh, people who already liked Lil Pump's like last album, which I don't think was considered a studio album, it was like right after he initially blew up. But people who liked his last album, you're going to like this album. But the thing about Lil Pump is, at least for me, a lot, most, like 99% of his beats to me all sound the same. They all have the same style, same kind of sounds. Like the beats, yeah, the bass is a little distorted. It just has a catchy, like three chords. And he pretty much just raps about drugs the entire time. Drugs and money. It's it's cool. It's cool for like the club, I guess. Nah, like, I can understand it there for some people because you know this generation that'd be cool for like the club. But I don't get how y'all just listen to this all the time. I, I didn't even get five songs in. I got like three. I think I legit listened to like three songs that I thought would be good, and they were all trash to me. Oh, time out. By the way, the uh, beat that you're listening to is provided by the homie Biggie over here. Biggie Beats, make sure you follow him on YouTube, um, SoundCloud, and all that good shit. Um, and the beat that we are using for this podcast at this time is Miami. Uh, K-Dog, hey. go ahead and drop your opinion on this album. Bro. I didn't listen to the album. I refuse. I'm not like, bro. I'm at a point where like, I know what I'm going to like and what I'm not going to like. And a, a little Pump album is definitely what I'm not going to like. I ain't listening to it. I respect the honesty because funny, fun, fun story actually about this shit. 
I actually remember I talked to Biggie about this. Back when I went to, I think it was, I think I told you when I was at E3 or PAX, one of them shits. You went to like a club or whatever? Yeah, I went to a club with the homies and um, Gucci Gang played, or at least the beat did. Now, yeah. if y'all know, I fuck with Jordan Lucas, heavy. I thought that it was the remix of Gucci Gang. So I immediately got ready to drop the bars off of the Gucci Gang remix. Next thing I know, I hear a little pump rapping and off rip i was like what the fuck is this then when i took a step back and you know soaked in the environment i was in and the music i understand why shit like this works i completely get it because when you're at the club you're not trying to be in tune with your emotions on some deep shit not on no like, no one's trying to listen to the black of the berry in the yeah ain't nobody trying to listen to you know like Illmatic in the club, like, like y'all not, you're not trying to do that. So I actually get why stuff like this works and why it's popping. I fully get it, but I will say, for me to just be riding around in my car or editing a video, hell, even lifting, I can't, I can't get jiggy with this, bro. Like, nah. it's not for me. But if you like it, go ahead and check it out. Harvard Dropout. That's that's our look on this. We ain't about to give it no score because we already told we're not a fan, so that wouldn't even be fair. That's not even. I'm fair. giving it a score two out of ten. I'm not because it's not even fair for me to even give it a score if I'm not a fan of the artist himself. Actually, no, I'm gonna say three out of ten. Three out of ten. I'm giving it a score. They ain't got to give a score because it's not their opinion. I don't give it that shit. Three out of ten. That shit's unranked. Well, what did you think about the production value? Because since you're like into that, I told you, mo- like the songs that I listened to, all of the beats sounded the same. Okay. Because it like the same like three four chords. Has a distorted bass and just a hard kick, which is a good setup. But when that's literally every song, it's like you didn't even try, in my opinion. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to an album that I think that y'all actually liked a lot more. Let's talk about Offset's album, um, Father of Four. Mm. Um... I'm gonna let Biggie take the reins on this one, cause you're you're an Offset fan, aren't you? Uh, I guess I would say I am because his the last one that he did, wasn't really a solo, but the one he did with Twenty One Savage, mm-hmm. that album I like that entire album. I listen, I can listen to every song on there. Okay. So this one, I'm even honestly, I'm listening to it right now while we're doing the podcast. All right, well, go ahead and drop what you think yeah. about it. I just when it see this is the thing when it comes to something I don't like I can tell you exactly the thing that I noticed about it that kind of made me feel off about it this album I just like it I can't explain everything about it I like the album I if I were to rate this I'm not giving it like a nine or a ten but it definitely gets a seven point five mm-hmm. that, that's all I can say. Hey dog, what you think? Uh, it was cool. If I got to rate it out of ten, I'm gonna go six and a half, maybe seven. I need to listen to it more. I put it that way. I listened to it about two, three times. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it on, on my actual speakers. You know what I'm saying? Music sound different on the speakers. Yeah, you got to give it the different test. You got to give the headphone mm-hmm. test, the car test, and then like the out and about test. I will say, listening to this song right now, uh, North Star. Yeah, listening to North Star, I could listen to this while editing. Oh, well, CeeLo Green. Got it. Yeah. Um, personally, 
not a fan yet again maybe i'm just getting too fucking old as far as like my music old. real quick i will say that first song where he kind of did like a little 444 a little yeah. introspective apologizing to my kids for not being there i like that like you know that's a good start for the album yeah. yeah, the spoken word shit that because he had a big rube on it that I actually like. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like I thought I was about to be on some like Ti Dine Trap type vibe, like off rip. Then it goes into How Did I Get Here featuring J Cole, and even then I wasn't even too big of a fan of that damn song. Like I'm, it wasn't for me, but I will say I was able to at least tolerate this more than the previous album. Like. Like, did you get through this album, or did you only make it to a certain? I made it to. I want to say about Clout with Cardi, and then that's when I stopped. And then so I, it looks like you made it about. I got twelve. Yeah, there was more. Oh, so you damn near finished the album. So yeah, about the end. Yeah, I got four, four more songs to get to. I got to get on Fleek with Quavo, then Quarter Millie mm-hmm. with Gucci, then Red Boon, then Came a Long Way. I yeah. mean. I'm not a fan entirely, but I will say at least the track listing gives you titles that are at least enticing for you to want to listen to. Um, but overall, I'm not going to say it's a completely bad album. It's just I'm just not too big of a fan of like Offset or the Migos entirely. But I'm not going to sit here and say the album's bad in any way. Like the album is well put together, and you could actually tell the difference between each damn song. So yeah, you know, it, it should sound the exact same. Yeah, it's just not for me. That's all it is. It's just not for me. But um let's go ahead and get on to the jesus christ why would you recommend me blueface i don't like blueface but anyway <laughs> hey, that's Bro. another nigga every beat sound the same but let's every, go... every song sound the same period anyway we ain't here for that dude. Let, let's go let's go ahead and get on to um gunna <clears throat> drip or drown too now quick uh little disclaimer or whatever I actually seen a video of gonna buying an entire troops of Girl Scout cookies, which made me want to listen to the album even more. And I think he did an interview on the Breakfast Club or on Sway. He did. It was Breakfast. He might have done both. I think it was Breakfast Club. But I saw it. But I watched the interview and I was actually interested to hear what the what the man had to say. But gotta keep it a hundred here. Not a fan of the album. I'm a fan of him as a person. As a person, want to see him succeed. But his music is just not for me. It's in that same area for me where it just sounds like, and I know I might have said this already, that it sounds like people rap underwater, like they got water in their mouth. It really does sound like he was rapping the same way he is in his, in his album cover. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. He was drowning while he was rapping? I'm just not a fan of it. I just couldn't get with it. Like I got to, I want to say the Derek Fisher joint with Lil Baby then. I just turned it off because I, there's only so much I could take when you sound like you're just rapping bored. Like, you just really don't want to do it. Like, you're just kind of just here for it. Now, go ahead and get your money, by all means, but this just is, yet again, it's just not for me. Some people actually like this album. More power to you. It's just not my cup of tea. It's just really not my cup of tea. I just couldn't get with it. Um, Biggie, what you think? Like the beats, uh... That's about it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really. I'm kind of in the same boat. I really. Like I listen to. I used to listen to Young Thug, and I can understand Young Thug. Oh God. Yeah. I, after a while, I could actually understand what Thugger was saying. I don't know what he'd be saying half the time, dog. 
Like I'm listening. I legit just went to this album real quick because we were talking about it. I put it on car. Uh, no, Cash War. Legit, I've been listening to it, and all I've heard was something, something about a car. I mean, that's all I've heard. Honestly, this is one of those albums where it's just a flex album, which mm. it has its place in hip hop, and I'm all for it. It's just not my cup of tea of type flex music. I feel like he's made obviously he has because there's a reason that he's big but I feel like he's made better songs than that are on this album at all don't he have that one with Drake hold on let me see not on here but I think he does have one with Drake he does Yep. he has one with Travis as well never recover yeah. that, that's what I like yeah so that one so it's not like it's just this, this is not an album for me. He probably just had he's probably one of the artists for me where he's just gonna have songs that I just like might bob my head. Yeah. To. I will say the beats, his beat selection, like on what he uses for his songs. You cut out, by the way. Yeah. His beat selection, I like it. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because like the the only way that I can make it through a good amount of these songs, if I were to go back to it, because. I still haven't finished it, I'm not going to lie. It's because the beats are nice, and I could legit just bob my head to the beat and pretty much tune out what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. I feel, I feel what he's saying. Um, Kato, what do you think about uh, Drip It Around 2? Uh, I keep saying this. Only one song I like. It was uh, Who You Fooling. That beat was hard. But uh, other than that, yeah, this wasn't the album, man. Fun fact. On this album cover, he was actually underwater too. <laughs> yeah, he actually jumped in the water. Yeah, fun he fact. Was dripping and drowning. That's actually kind of dope. But uh, that's our opinion. If y'all like the album, go ahead and support them. I will say this quick disclaimer: if you like these albums, support them shits. Back, stream it, buy it, all uh, that. I'm gonna say stream it. We ain't uh, telling you don't buy. It. If we heard that you listened to the album, not care. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not gonna say here and ridicule you because you like something I don't. So call him a fucking hmm. opinion. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into an album that I didn't even know was like dropping. Um, let's go ahead and talk about this T Pain One Up. I don't Bro. think anybody knew honestly. That shit. She was like really Man. following T Pain. Shout out to the homie Rambo because he actually like facts put everybody on. Yeah, put put all of us on. Um, facts. Yeah, T Pain dropped the album called One Up, and I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I liked it. I actually liked oh, it. Oh, it's fine. It's a good album. And the thing is, I'm, album. I'm not a T Pain fan, which made it even funnier. Like, he's had a, a play a cornerstone of my childhood. You know, I'm in love with a stripper and yeah. his other. I'm sprung. I'm sprung. Can't believe Take, it. I'm actually. Uh, all them I'm actually looking at what what was it? Three Rings. A lot of these songs I listen to. Holy shit. That almost fire. Chopped and yeah. screwed, freeze. Therapy. The album in general was fire, dog. Yeah, but like, rapper turned singer. Yep, that that was the first one that yep. blew him all the way up. But yeah, mm-hmm. so he's out a corner, like a cornerstone of my childhood from like you know school dances and shit like that. But I would never call myself like a T Pain fan while I was following his career, like some of my other favorite rappers. But yeah. this album right here actually made me like pretty excited for whatever he decides to do next because i actually like the album in totality like i was playing i think 2k 
either 2K or Anthem while listening to this, and it was like a vibe. Like, this is a straight up vibe type album. It's happy music. It's a it's a nice yeah. change of pace. And and no smoking crack, doing dope, none of that. We sing it to the hoes. Ain't no killing niggas. Actually, we sing it to the hoes. K-Dog, you actually put the fucking words out I look for. It's his happy fucking music. It really is. I will say, my favorite song on the album is A Million Times featuring OT Genesis. Facts! That's my favorite That's song. That's the song. That's the song, bro. That's my favorite song. And I was scared when I saw OT Genesis and I heard it. was like, oh, Lord, how is this going to sound? It, <laughs> it, it man. He said, I, OT Genesis. He said, your friend's talking like the Oprah. Fuck that bitch. She ain't not, Oprah. Ain't Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> yeah, so the album is good. Um, it was fire. Goat Talk was dope. Yeah, shout out Rambo to Rambo made bro. me listen to that one. He's like, yo, you gotta get what you want right now. Talk. Goat talk was dope. And actually the one with Boozy Badass, uh Rips of the Yeah, that was, was actually dope. Yeah, 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 I like that. That's Rambo's too. favorite song too on the album. Yeah, like the whole album's totality was good. Like it does have some auto-tune stuff, but it's not nearly as overdone because we all know by now T Pain could actually sing because he actually took singing classes mm. since Charlemagne exposed them. So it's actually good that we had this type of music, and the fact that it's literally named One Up, and it's like on some gamer shit, that probably why I, yeah. I liked it even more, honestly. Because I, I fuck with the album heavy. Uh, Big, what you think about the album? It's one of those albums, like, uh, the person that I used to be a fan of, Mr. Lanes, uh, his uh, Do You Love Me Now album, because a lot of albums that come out now aren't very upbeat they're not very happy it's all about killing doing drugs being depressed like there's a time like there's people who deal with that stuff but not everybody wants to listen to songs that are always about that shit like i'm not trying to be depressed it's a lot of depression shit i will give you that yeah, a lot yeah. Of depression shit. yeah like i'm not here to talk about like sipping lean popping pills and being depressed like that's cool that y'all want to listen to that listen to what you want to listen to but i'm not always trying to be sad <laughs> I'm so when something happy. happy comes out, I'm gonna listen to it. It's like I want to be happy sometimes, bitch. Damn, not every day's fucked up. <laughs> exactly. Well, say I wake up happy. I, I understand that. I, the fuck my day. I completely get that because I felt the same. It's actually funny to say that. I felt the same way. Like a lot of yeah. like I get it, and I actually appreciate that everybody's like a lot of people coming out like you know depression, anxiety, and like yeah. you know, mental health, but. I understand you want to talk about it, but bro, you have to talk about that in every single song and album. You Man, I understand. Out. Yeah, like we understand you have to talk about it. We want you to talk about it so people don't feel alone. But don't make a whole career out of being the depressed, sad nigga, dog. Yeah, bro. I want you to make some happy shit as well. To like, even for those people, because not even those people are like, okay, we get it. You're like us. <laughs> now we're both just depressed ass niggas. How do I get out of this situation? I Make some it. happy ass music. <laughs> hey, I get it. You're human. Now what? <laughs> yeah, it's like you can have your songs where you explain to people, I've been where you are, but then you have a song that's like, but then it gets better. Thank you. Get, Instead get, of just always being a depressing ass song. Give me that story arc where, you know, it's the, the rising action and shit, the other falling yeah. action, like the resolution. Like, don't give me just the fucking the falling action, bitch, ain't no resolution. Exactly. The best way for me to put it is like an album like really just a Kendrick's uh, The Pimp a Butterfly. Because oh. that, that shit started off, you remember how it starts off. It starts off kind of like fucked up. Well, the first track was uh, that, that Wesley joint. 
Yeah, but it starts off pretty much talking about tax men, about being broke, having to avoid paying shit. Mm-hmm. Like it starts off on a negative note, and it ends with you ain't got a lie to kick in my name. I mean that one where whatever when he's constantly constantly saying. Well, no, it ends with uh, the one talking with uh, Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, when he's constantly talking about like I remember you was conflicted like uh, long yeah. hotel room like nigga I felt that shit so. Yeah, you could like that album was deep, and, and a lot of people didn't like it because it wasn't easy to understand. You know, because exactly. it, it was because you had to listen to it multiple times. It wasn't good, good kid, mad city. It wasn't good kid, mad city. But they were like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Yeah, because good kid, mad city, he pretty much just itself. It was, yeah, yeah, it was simple rap. He said it was simple rap that was high quality. He put it out there. He said what he said, and that's how he said nothing else. This when he came out to Pimp Butterfly, like that song, you. Oh we ain't gonna talk about that that shit still that was the most relatable man that yo. shit still makes you tear up to this day not even gonna hold you hmm. but it, it's shit like that that like that's why Kendrick's like in my top five for one but is albums I, like that where it shows that you can have all that type of like down shit. and sound and sad shit but you still got like your eyes people forget how dope i was yeah they had i you ain't gotta lie mama said whichever one you want to call it Complexion, immortal man. Like, come on now. You have I love myself with using the Isley Brothers. Like, who's that lady? Fucking sample. Fun fact: exactly. Bobby didn't even know that. But shit like, that's sad if you didn't know that. You weren't black. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's shit like that that like makes those albums like good. Cause I ain't gonna lie, Black of the Berry still gives me chills. That's why I mentioned that that damn song yeah. so damn much. Cause that Yo, that man. last four bars, dog, that shit shook me to my fucking core. Game bang, bang, bang maybe because a nigga blacker than me. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's all. <laughs> that was it. Shit. Right. <clears throat> but not the gang bang. You know, <laughs> but back to back to T Pain's album though. Uh, this album is just just happy consistently. Like the beats are upbeat. He's rapping, singing, doing his thing. Then the features, you know, complement the songs. It's not one of those things where, like the song, like where he's just on the song to just get bodied by somebody. You feel what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it's good. I I thoroughly enjoyed the album. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd recommend it. This 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 I recommend. This right here, recommend that shit. Oh yeah. I recommend all y'all listen to it and stop being depressed little assholes. Be happy. It's okay to be happy. You know what? Quick quick side note. Quick sidebar. Now one of the best things that I heard was uh, Lil Yachty on a. Uh, Kyle's album, This Light of Mine, mm-hmm. he was pretty much like the, the like I guess, fairy or something. He was supposed to be, I guess, like a voice in your head. And he's like, bro, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel bad. But you got to let that shit go at some point, dog. Big facts. Because I actually wanted, yeah. I actually wanted to, to talk about that real quick. Do y'all think... <clears throat> voice crack for the winds. Do y'all think that... You'll know if he walks in the room. Do y'all think that being, like, sad and depressed is, like, going... Not going to be, but... I don't want to say oversaturated, but becoming... It already like, is. The, but becoming, Yo. like, the, the, the it thing. It it no, no, no. This is what it is now. Okay. As soon as somebody messes up or does something sick, oh, my goodness, I have a mental health issue. Oh. Yeah. I was, yeah, like... Okay, perfect example. I, I know this ain't a news podcast, but... but but uh, what's the dude name? Just Justin Smollett. Yeah, yeah. I get yo. I guarantee you. At, at some point d- during this whole situation, he wanted to come out and say he had a mental health issue. 
and, that, and that's why all this happened. I mean, he did say that he had a drug, a, a pill problem, or something like that's that. That's what people they they use it as a fallback, and then they end up like for why they act the way that mm-hmm. they do. That, that like was my how, whole problem in like high school. Kind of like how, how older America blends video games for everything, which is really yeah. not the problem, <laughs> right? I've, I've been said this. Explain to me the Crusade, World War One, Two, and Nam because of Pong or Tetris. Well, no video game. Don't worry, I'll, say, I'll wait. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, one video game. <laughs> but um, I just feel like being like sad, depressed, and shit like that. It's like the popular thing. Like it's it's taboo to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, sh- I shared this tweet recently. Actually, Don, I'll let you uh, speak in a second, Biggie. Um, mm-hmm. But I shared this tweet where it's like. Um, you know, it's like you know, like the meme that's going out now, like where it's like nobody than me type shit. But it's like the same, yeah. and like the, the top part it says me. There's all these good games, and it's like a great time to be a gamer and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh depressed gamers and shit like that. And it's like Joe Butter shit. Like I'm not telling you shit like that. <laughs> and, and like it's, and it's basically like when they when they're basically like pointing out all the negativity that's all the way out there. It's all like, yeah. damn, can I be happy? Like we like like for for instance me and me and the homie Big we like Anthem or whatever right but we always mm-hmm. hear negative shit about it that's not gonna stop us from playing the game or liking I the game. I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas' opinions. I still I still am convinced more than half of y'all niggas is lying and never actually played. By the way, you might cut out. I'm still convinced that more than half of y'all niggas that claim games crashed or your hard drives got corrupted or some shit i'm convinced that more than half y'all never played the game i say i do know i do know one person that is a victim of that yeah like i get that some people yeah i get that but like the amount of people that are over there talking about like they shit fucking up it's like yo the amount of y'all talking about y'all shit fucking up my shit should have fucked but this ain't the game podcast (laughs) yeah this ain't it but like um, Big, what, what you think about this whole just, it's not cool to be happy shit? It's annoying because one thing, you'll see it on uh, Twitter a lot. When someone posts them doing like a good deed or something, and everybody gets on them like, you shouldn't have to record this. But then want people to record them talking about them being depressed and shit. Or the share a fight. On yeah, and, and it's like, this shit like that, and then even, I think even y'all had this when y'all high school even when you were in college i don't know k-dog did you go to college yeah yeah when y'all were in college like where people just would like almost everyone you talk to was talking about like they were depressed or something and i know people that are depressed and they just over here talking about like yeah this happened to me so i'm depressed nigga depression don't just happen because something happened (laughs) depression is not just sadness like people don't understand like the totality i'm not not gonna get into that because that's just gonna yeah because like i knew a girl i used to work when i used to work i crying and i'm like what is wrong and she said nothing but she was crying and i'm yep. like yeah she's like nothing's wrong i just can't stop crying it's like that's depression that shit just hits you you don't control you being that because something happened is not depression no it like that's called trauma it, that's, just, yeah, that's that's called trauma that's like trauma it's cause and effect type shit for instance if I have a dog, yeah. my dog died or whatever, but I wasn't that emotionally connected. I'm sad. But for instance, like say I was like I grew up with my dog, we was close and shit like that. Then my dog yeah. runs out in the street one day when I let her out, she gets hit by a car and I break yeah. down and cry. I'm Sorry. not going to be depressed a month or two from now. I might be sad, it might bother me or something like that, but I'm not gonna go into a deep depression over my yeah. dog. 
It's not some, like because it goes like this. Like my, you're not like your dog dying. I, I've had two dogs dying. My dogs dying didn't affect anything in my life. I was sad for a couple weeks, and that was it. And then you moved on. But like when you actually mm. have like depression, like these mental issues and shit like that, you can, it's not easy for you to just move on. To like all right, whatever. Yeah. Like that shit. It lingers. It's there with you. It's a chemical imbalance in your brain, which is basically saying that something's not okay. It runs wild. Like, yeah. I hate to use myself as an example because that shit seems so fucking pretentious. But whatever. Like, I got anxiety and shit like that. I can't control how I feel in certain situations or certain spaces. And I let people know, like, when I feel a certain way about some shit because I start feeling my emotions getting high. I start feeling antsy. I start getting sweaty. It's certain shit like that that will trigger it. For instance... I don't like going out to clubs and crowded areas because I get an immediate overwhelming sense of danger. I can't control that shit. But niggas in general. But <laughs> I I have no problem being out in the public eye, like talking in front of people, none of that shit. One of them things. I can't control it. It just I, happens. Like nigga, it's sunlight I can see. Exactly. I can see. Honestly, the best way to put it is Logic even has a song talking about like anxiety. He was at the movie theater, hey, and that shit just know, hit him. Mm-hmm. And he ended that, up in the hospital. Yeah, and he ended up in the hospital, and the doctor's like, "You have anxiety." He had an anxiety attack and had no clue what the fuck was going on. I had a panic attack hey, really? in the middle of a science class before, like in eighth grade. That shit was embarrassing yeah. as fuck. I had no idea what happened either. It just happened. Yeah, you just have no clue what the fuck's going on. Your body's just like. All you hear is mystical in your head. Danger! And you like Danger! It's the it's literally the worst <laughs> shit ever. And I keep Bro. trying to tell people this shit like so and the thing about like depression and shit like that is that basically you will feel your emotions essentially like times ten. Mm. So when you have your highs, oh you feel all that shit. That shit's great. When you have them lows, it feels like the world is coming to an end and everything is your fault. Basically mm. picture like this. Picture going through a day or days, multiple, just on a regular, where you feel like everything is your fault. And you might be successful with every craft you're in. Basketball, yeah. music, literature, whatever. Nothing could be going wrong at all in your life. Yeah. Perfect. And exactly. And all of a sudden, your brain says, you know what? You fucking suck. And that shit just stays in your head. <laughs> that's literally what that's like. So this this over this shit is annoying only because people actually go through this shit and actually deal with hmm. the shit. I'm like they want they they can feel other emotions too aside from just misery. <laughs> yeah, they're not always sad. Exactly. Like, the so people that actually have it, you'll see them like talking to Wu. Most of the time, Wu isn't like depressed or anything. He's not always sad about. Something. Most of the time, we're having a good time playing video games. Exactly. And the difference is, I know how to separate myself when I know like I'm hmm. not in that correct mental state. Like that's why y'all see me going to hiatus from streams and shit like that. But it ain't all about hmm. me. The basic the underlying consensus <laughs> is is that. We appreciate happier music and happier tones and seeing good shit out here in the universe. So if I see somebody recording themselves giving a homeless man money, giving a homeless man uh, food or some shit like that, you know, saving dogs and shit like that from, like, you know, horrible living conditions, I like seeing that shit. So the entire narrative of, oh, you should have to share that shit. No, you should share that shit. It's good to see that, that type of shit. You fucking it balances morons. out the negative energy is always out there. Mm-hmm. Yo, speak, yo, go ahead, bro. I saw a commercial today. It was it was like a 96-year-old man out somewhere in the he, he was just passing out Hershey's bars to kill. They're like, yo, human beings are dope. Even though, even though the other six days out of the week, I hate humans. 
But that's dope seeing an old man pass out Hershey bars and little kids. Yeah, when you see something, he's made his hard hat. Yeah, they call him the Candy Man or not the Candy, but they call him something. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because that shit was fire. Look at, look at, look at little Peepaw here petting the thing. But it's literally shit like that, like because y'all had no problem sharing out fights, big ass. Y'all share out people getting shot. With no problem, and want to say we need to stop the violence. How about you stop sharing shit? Because a lot of motherfuckers just do this shit. For the shares, yeah. One of the one of the people that did some RPX, but he it was a uh, he wanted people to go out and like help people, like go out and help homeless people and stuff. And so he was doing this. It it's gonna bring some type of energy that's not always. good. But he was doing a little contest where it's like the person that gives away the most like money or the most stuff in general to like people less fortunate mm-hmm. would get to spend a whole day with him. I mean, shit. That's actually bringing back nothing but good shit if you really think about it. Because you might be, yeah. you might be doing that, like, oh, I could get next X or I can, you know, promote my album this and the third. But at the same time, yeah. you're getting an equal help- balance of like helping somebody else less fortunate. Yeah, like you're still like even if you're trying to do it, just, just uh, trying to get close to the X, like you really don't care about helping the homeless people. At the end of the day, you're still you helping. Help some people. <laughs> exactly, you're still helping regardless. Regardless yeah. for 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 a selfish gain. What your motive was, you still did a good thing, no matter your motive. A good deed's a good deed, point blank period. But it's shit like that I want to see. Like I watched this video of like this little nine year old girl help a fucking old woman cross the street. That shit was good for the spirit. It's okay to share good shit. Not everything exactly. is fucking evil. Jesus. But ugh. Off that We need to get off that topic. Off that <laughs> negative topic at hand. Let's go ahead and talk about another album that we actually like though. Two Chains, fifth studio album. Thank God for, you know, the actual label right here. Fifth studio album. Rap or go to the league. Interesting title. And all by LeBron James. <laughs> I, we just got to put that out there for the people wondering why the Lakers are so bad. Facts. That, it, that, that's the reason right there. It, interesting, James. interesting title and harsh reality for a lot of people. And it's actually funny because that's a Dave Chappelle joke too. Yeah. But, they could even say something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did on... Uh, I forget exactly what song. Immortal. There we go. I remember that shit. But yeah. Um Great album. Did not know two chains could actually spit bars. I'm not even gonna hold you. He oh, yeah. bars for since forever. Well, since he was Teddy Boy. I will take that back. I actually did know he could when he was on Chloroseptic with uh Eminem. But I wasn't really, you know, fully. You weren't there for two chains. I really wasn't. I was waiting for the spaz, dog. I was waiting for the spaz, and Eminem delivered. But I will say, I do remember two chains' verse, which actually shows that he actually has some shit that stuck in my head. Young titty boy. So, boy, taking the church. I'm t- uh, he's a taking the church. I'm talking about tabernacle. This is return of the body boot. snatcher. Big yeah. booty. <laughs> Yeah, so I ain't gonna lie. You know what's funny, Biggie? The fact that you say that shit, I think that's why I tuned two chains out. That's why I tuned them out. That was still deep, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I want to fuck my birthday. But here's the thing I didn't have a problem with two chains, though, only because he made songs I like hearing whenever I was at a party or a club or shit like that. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have nothing against him. Probably because. Unlike the mumble rap party shit that's popular, he actually enunciated and pronounced shit, so I could I could hear what he's saying. So I was like, hmm. I "Two chances is a smart dude." So, yeah. and he's a hooper too. I ain't gonna lie, so I'm a little biased. That nigga went to college and said, "You know what? I'm gonna just rap." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You know that ain't a real bad bitch. That's a knockoff." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, that shit was fire. He said, when I get to work, I get the chicken like hot sauce. Dog, I was dead. <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> but I fucked with, I actually did fuck with the album. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I think this was another one that had a spoken word at the beginning with Forgiven. So, yeah, it did. So, I yeah. Think. Forgiven, I like. Mama, I hit a lick was cool. Yo, that beat? Mama, not, not Mama, Whip with Travis Scott caught me off guard because I'm not a huge Travis Scott fan. I fucked with it. NCAA was dope. $2 Bill was dope. Like Those are probably like my favorite songs of the album. And actually, the one with Ariana Grande wasn't that bad either. Yeah, yo, yo, yeah. And that the, was a good little combo. The crazy part is about this album that I didn't even really grasp for the first time is the fact that he's telling basically the reality story of fucking I'm, we about to just talk about it the way it is about the about not a lot actually i probably would say a lot about most young black males in america where it's like rap or go to the league like if we all keep it Either a band, you going hoop or you going rap and it's only because those like the, the avenues that are more pop uh polarized Man. as far as like making it you could be a doctor lawyer construction worker you own your own yeah. business. There's a lot of avenues you go in, except for these two main ones. This is one that we see that could give us a quick buck to, you know, better our position. Those are the most profitable ones. Yeah, like, if we make it to the league. Everybody good. <laughs> like, that. that's just the harsh reality of it. But, because we, we can literally sit here in this podcast, talk about everybody that we done hooped with, uh, hung mm-hmm. out with, that knows that either they got bars, or, for the most part, me who should be somewhere in the league playing and getting paid for it. Like, we all know those people who just took a wrong yeah. step or just didn't pursue it. And now they're somewhere being miserable, sadly. But that's that's literally the focus of the album, and I fucked with it. Like, I was completely shot. I didn't I didn't think I was going to like it. I'm going to keep it a whole band with you. Not that I don't like 2 Chains. I didn't think I liked the album in its totality. I, I think I was so gonna like a couple songs. Like a couple, yeah, I was gonna say. So you thought you was gonna like like a couple songs, but not the album as a whole. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be like, eh, and skip, eh, skip. I was like, I could actually listen to this because he's actually talking. The funny thing about the album and the album title that's literally two chain story. Either rapper go to the league. Yeah. He did both. Yeah, man. Play he hooped. even shout out to one of his D1 basketball. I think in Forgiven. Yeah, he, he played D one basketball. And he's like, you know what? I'm a rap dog. And he was actually good, which is crazy. <laughs> You know what you think about it? Why, most Atlanta rappers can hoop. Yeah. That boy Quavo all around Ashley do it all. Shit, Gucci no. can hoop. I know you seen them clips. Gucci got a turnaround on him. No, Quavo, <laughs> Quavo just yeah, like K Dog. That nigga athletic. Athlete. That nigga throw <laughs> every sport. And he he, he played quarterback in high school. All that. That boy. Did. That boy. He played games. <laughs> Uh, he play IRL games. <laughs> like, I fuck with that. Um, Big, what you think about uh, rapper go to the league? I like it. Uh, favorite song on this album right now? I thought my mind had a look is a close second though. I give this album time out, probably time the out. highest rating. Hmm? What was your what was the first thing you said? Because your mic cut out. Oh, uh, I like it. Uh, my favorite song right now is probably going to be Forgiven. But Mama I Hit a Lick is a close second. Uh, if I was going to rate this album, I like I like the features and everything as well. Because honestly, I, I even like the song with Young Thug on. I'm not even a fan of Young Thug anymore. After after No My Name is Jeffrey, uh, 
I tuned out. My name is G. I'm gonna keep it yeah. a stack. I need more spoken words in some of these hip hop albums. It, I yeah, I like. The, I feel like the reason I like uh, "Forgiven" so much because it doesn't. It's not like a lot of the rap songs we hear now, which is more like trap beats and shit. Because I believe, if I remember correctly, that that one's more of like kind of hip hop, not trap. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like the beat or anything, so it ha- it has a different feel than a lot of the people that make music right now. So yeah, that's probably my favorite song. If I was gonna rate it, give it probably the highest score out of all of them, which would be an eight out of ten. I dog uh, this shit was. I just need more spoken words. I just need more spoken word of my shit. I'm gonna need everybody to go back mm-hmm. and listen to Absol the Law featuring uh, Mac Miller and Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Listen to that song and then listen to Rhapsody's last little like monologue. I guess you would call it. Man, listen to Rhapsody, period, dog. And there's that too. But, dog, that last little monologue she did at the end of that song, fam. About the heartbeats and, and arching the back and all Woo! that. Mm-hmm. She was talking that shit, dog. She was talking that shit. Made me want to marry somebody's daughter on the spot listening to that. Dog. <laughs> Funny story. I remember one time when I was actually listening to that song and I was taking my girl out to eat, I think, or some shit like that. And that song came on that, that part. He got the ass! When that part played, I ain't never wanted to stop at a K jeweler so bad. Because I thought my mom. <laughs> dog, I just. Looked, was like, I might marry you. Dog, I looked at my woman and I was like, yeah. Yeah, all that. <laughs> she said, when I heart beatbox, yo, huh? When I heart beatboxing. I was like, oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that nigga you know what a diamond ring don't seem that bad right now I got the bread no, for it. you know what going in debt don't sound that bad now <laughs> dog it go ahead and check it. it out it did it that shit was fire <laughs> but uh Kato, what do you think about rapper go to the league it was a dope album uh my favorite song probably mama i hit a lick and then what was the song with ariana uh rule the world something like that uh it was yeah rule the world that's my second favorite song uh, I, I love the album. Probably gonna play after the as we get through. More than likely to keep the whole band with you. Um, I thought about another one too. Even Dave Chappelle on Dying Trap on the first track, Seasons. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I like that that damn album so much too. Cause that first song just set that shit off for me. Cause the real shit, when the stakes are everything, you'll tell yourself anything you need to hear to survive. Nick, bars. Hey, ain't nothing True. but facts. <laughs> Dog, it did Tia. I remember. I know that whole song, but I ain't even about to rap that shit. Y'all, y'all have to pay for that. Um, <laughs> so let's go ahead and go in. Forty a bar. Dog, dog. You, if y'all want to hear me rap that whole song, I need you to, you know, go ahead and slide me five dollars PayPal. Nah, I mean, nah, forty, forty. I ain't we gotta that, make profit. I ain't that damn expensive. Jesus Christ. Nah, <laughs> we gotta make profit. Forty. But uh, let's go ahead, yo. Let's go ahead and give our uh, our tracks of the of the week. Oh, our sleepers. Yeah, our sleepers. I, I yeah, our sleepers. Um, what what y'all got? What y'all got? Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and put uh, my my head a lick on there. You know what I'm saying? That beat, man. So yours is my my head a lick. As a matter of fact, I'm about to just go ahead and do this the uh, alleged way real quick. I was gonna play like a little snippet of it, and uh, yeah. See, see, I wish you could have downloaded my, uh, my Instagram story that the snippet I put up, that was the perfect part for, for the little sampling. <laughs> when that beat dropping, can just start rapping, rapping? Man. Oh, shit. 
But Biggie, what you got? Uh, I mean, I guess it'd be a sleeper to me, to me, because I don't think a lot of people listen to Kyle as much as I think that they should. But his song "Ship Trip." You said that's Kyle Ship. No, Kyle Ship Trip. Kyle Ship. Ship. Yeah, it's all one word. Ship Trip. All right. What? Uh, here it is. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Oh, he's the one with the with the shark tooth, right? Yeah, the snaggle tooth. Yeah, shipping his name. Shipping his name. Yuck, snaggle tooth. <laughs> but yeah, he's more. He like I like listening to him because he's more of a happy type guy. That's one of my favorite artists right now. Well, I watched his interview on the he, Breakfast Club and I liked his energy. Yeah, yeah, like he has his songs where he's like, "Yeah, I can be sad, but life Ooh. ain't about being sad." Nigga. <laughs> hey, hey, hold up, hold up, big. You probably put me on something. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and take that one. Nah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take that. Oh yeah, you got at least three albums you gotta listen to. Yeah, that shit was hot. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was right there, right there, right there, that 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 was a eight, that was a eight. But for me, my sleeper, not even my sleeper, my my track of the week will have to go to. I don't know if I did this. Actually, I didn't do this one. Mine will have to go to Anonymous, Radical Forever. I suggest y'all listen to this shit, but be sure that you um are not around somebody who you do not like, cause you might cave in their chest. It <laughs> might it might just happen, dog. Cause yeah, it might just happen. The beat was hot fire. Dog, the beat was fire, and then when the man says red X on my skin, nigga, that's war paint. I'm already ready to go to war with anybody out here on these streets. Big facts. So I'm gonna need you to go ahead and peep that. Now, I ain't got nothing else on my show notes. Y'all got anything? Uh, You know, I was going to say this. We're going to save the rest of his shit for more tracks of the week. Uh, But nah, go fuck with all his music, nigga. Go fuck with Motorola. Go fuck with War in the East. Go fuck with all that. next month. Vice City, all that shit. Yeah, all that shit. Go go, go fuck with that. But, uh... Hey, wait a minute. Real real quick before we go. What's happening? Also, speaking to the comment section and all the extra stuff. Hey man, y'all got music y'all want to check uh, for us to check out? Uh, so let somebody know. And if, leave it, know if you're on YouTube, it may not be a little punk. Yeah, yeah. Leave a comment. Uh, link the song in the, in the comments. All that. Tweet us all that shit. Don't tweet me a little punk. I block you. <laughs> you can tweet me a little punk. I'm not gonna listen to it. because uh, they all I, the same no. tracks. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell you I'm not gonna listen to it. and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna block you. And then I'm gonna block you. <laughs> So you have no doubt in your mind whether you got blocked or not. Yeah, you blocked. All right. Well, that's all I got. Um, this is what. Uh, once again, old heads don't be in my. Don't... Yeah, my sure. mic cut out. Old heads don't be in my mentions. All right. Well, this was the Pass the Ox podcast episode two. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um. Hopefully, we see y'all again. If more folks drop some music for us to listen to. Peace. See y'all next month. <laughs>